Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
I am going to be sharing with you seven tips for rising together in business. And as always, it's so fantastic to follow Stephen. Uh, he was talking a little bit about mergers and acquisitions and things like that. And I'm going to dive in this morning and get just a little bit more nitty gritty about that. But first and foremost, welcome to Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. Guys, we are here every day of the week to pour into you with motivation, education, and inspiration. And we're so glad that you have grabbed your seat at the table this morning. If you guys could just do me a favor, let's get these shares on out. Share this out all over Clubhouse. Share it out to your social media feeds. Bring some people on in here. Maybe you know somebody who has reached a crossroads in their life this morning. And uh, very similar to myself, I reached that crossroads in uh in 2017 i'd gone through a whole lot of really tough stuff in my life and i'm not going to go into my story but uh, i had the the very fortunate opportunity a couple years after that to be at an event that glenn lundy was putting on and of course glenn is the amazing mastermind who has put this wonderful room together doing so many amazing things and truly just proud and humbled to call Glenn a friend. And uh, we always want to pour into you and pour into others. So like I said, share this on out this morning. I'm going to dive on in. For those of you that may not know who I am, maybe this is your first time here in the Breakfast with Champions room. My name is Michelle McLean. I'm the CEO of a company called Retention Masters, and I helped people to share their stories uh, and create content that wins to ultimately retain customers and uh, do more in business. And one thing that I am super, super passionate about is being a master networker, a master connector. It's something that has truly transformed my life and my career. And all this week, we're talking about the beauty and the blended. Specifically today, we're, we're diving into those simple systems and strategies that can change your life. And one of the things that truly changed my life was collaboration. I really, truly believe in the power of it. Many of you know my hashtag is we rise together. And those three words literally drive and govern every single aspect of my life, my career. I truly believe in the power of collaboration and partnerships. And I have proven over and over and over again, not only to myself, but to others as well, that by bringing the best people, the best minds, the best ideas together, that we can all accomplish so much more. So like I said, this morning, I'm gonna be sharing seven of my personal tips with you for rising together in business and collaborating to crush it. I wanted to first start off with this Jimmy Carter quote. It's super, super powerful. And it says, we become not a melting pot, but a beautiful mosaic. We become not a melting pot, but a beautiful mosaic. Different people, different beliefs, different yearnings, and different hopes and dreams. It's a quote by Jimmy Carter. And it really is a quote that resonates with me because there was a time in my life where if you didn't look like me, if you didn't enjoy the things that I did, if, if you weren't a part of Michelle's very narrow mind, I probably wasn't gonna do a whole lot of business with you. And I'm not specifically talking about skin colors or, or race or ethnicity or any of that kind of stuff, but I had this very core belief that if we didn't align 100% on absolutely everything, more so if I didn't really like you, we probably weren't gonna do business together. And I've had to shift my own narrative. I've had to evolve over the years. I know somebody was talking uh, this morning and for some reason this seems to have been just a prevalent topic in my feed this week for one reason or another, but talking about Grant Cardone's beliefs, right? Grant Cardone is a brilliant human being. Do I necessarily align with his values and his beliefs? 
Not necessarily. But that doesn't mean that people from different walks of life, different backgrounds, different ideologies, or religious beliefs, or political beliefs cannot form partnerships with us that truly become amazing. Some of my closest friends and business partners in the world, we agree on absolutely nothing. I mean, nothing. I'm on one side of the fence and they're on the complete opposite. But it works because we bring different ideas to the table. We're able to bring our different backgrounds. We're able to bring those different walks of life and experiences all to a single table, if you will, very similar to the way that we do here in Breakfast with Champions. And we're able to collaborate to crush it and create something absolutely amazing. So I just want to encourage you this morning, if you're here today, have an open mind. Uh, I get it sometimes that it can be difficult, especially when maybe we've been raised in a different way than someone else, or, or maybe we've had others' beliefs impressed upon us, our families, things like that. But guys, there's so much unity and diversity, and I'm, I'm living, walking, breathing proof of that. So I just want to encourage you in that this morning, and I'm going to dive on in here, and we're going to talk about seven tips for rising together in business. So guys, whether you're just starting out or maybe you've already launched a successful company, there are always ways that you can grow and expand by inviting other people in in your journey. We all have different strengths and different weaknesses and, and sometimes it really helps to kind of step outside of your, your little box, right? And, and ask other people for feedback. Maybe it's not even necessarily that you're going to put together you know, an in-writing business partnership, but even looking outside the box and looking at people as mentors, right? Or, or having that close inner circle. We always talk about your network being your net worth and it's, it's super true, guys. The people that you surround yourself with are incredibly important. They can elevate you or they can bring you down to your lowest of low points. And I was one of those people that there was a time in my life that the people that were in my immediate circle, even some of my family members were bringing me down. I felt like I had a ball and chain on me and I was drowning 10 feet below all the time. And when I made the decision that I was going to elevate, rise above and change that circle, everything in my life began to change. So where do you start, right? Social media is a great place to start. Being in these rooms is a great place to start, but everything starts with self. So before you even decide to venture out and find these business partners or find that mentor circle that you're after, number one tip that I have for rising together in business, again, it starts with self. So number one, you have to be a goal getter, right? You have to be on the inside what you're looking to attract. And regardless of, of what it is that you're looking to do, every single collaboration out there needs to define and have a very clear set of goals and expectations. And you need to know what the desired outcome is, right? You have to get crystal clear about the expectations surrounding what you're hoping to achieve. And sometimes that means just walking people through, hey, this is what my vision is, this is what this looks like to me. But you also have to revisit that and you have to be willing and open to new ideas. Again, going back to the fact that a lot of the people in this world that maybe we don't necessarily completely align with, maybe we don't share all of the same core values, they can still bring so much fire into your circle and into your table. And again, I'm not saying you have to be best friends with people, but at the end of the day, you want to you want to seek to go with the people who have done the things that you want to do, people who have already accomplished those goals that you want to achieve. 
but you're not going to attract them unless you yourself are very crystal clear about what it is that you're looking for. I have people almost on a daily basis that come to me and my DM is flooded with, I need help. I need, I need, I need, I need. And no one is very specific, right? They just go, hey, can you help me? Well, I need to know what you need help with to determine first and foremost, if I'm the person that can help you with that. If it's my area of expertise, hey, we can have a conversation. If it's not, then I wanna make sure that I can send you to someone that that is their area of expertise because I'm very crystal clear about my goals, right? I know exactly who I am. I know exactly what I want. And there was a time that I wasn't, I wasn't sure of that. But as I've gone through life and as I've gone through business and as I've gone through so many of the things that I've had to endure in life, my goals have become crystal clear to me. So that is tip number one. Again, if you're looking to collaborate with someone before you do that, step number one is you have to be a goal getter. You have to know who you are at your core and you have to know what you want to achieve. If you don't know that, it's going to be really tough to get anybody else on board to buy into your vision, to buy into who you are right? And I, again, I talk about this frequently on this stage about that self-audit approach. You guys want a copy of my self-audit? Absolutely free. Click on my profile picture, send me a DM through my text club, just write self-audit or something like that. Or you can send me a message uh, on social media, of course, Instagram. I'm a little bit slower to getting back to Instagram messages. I'll be perfectly honest. A lot of them end up in spam and uh, I have somebody hopefully starting next week to help with that. So yay, exciting. Um, but yeah, start with that self-audit approach really, really, really get niche down to know exactly who you are and what you want to be and what you want to accomplish. And then, and only then, can you begin venturing into the world of collaborating and partnerships and so on and so forth. So that is my tip number one, be a goal getter. Tip number two, tip number two, and this kind of follows along the same paths of being a goal getter, you have to determine your collaborative non-negotiables. So once you've figured out who you are and what you want to be and what you want to become and what you want to accomplish. Now, if you're going to take into that circle, if you're going to start taking on partnerships or if you're going to start bringing mentors or even paid coaches into your circle, it's super important that you define and determine your collaborative non-negotiables. Guys, this is a critical role for success. You have to lay the foundation. You have to set those ground rules at the beginning so that everybody, everybody that's involved knows exactly what the, what the goal is, right? And you have to base those rules, not just off of the me, but off of the we, right? You have to somehow be empathetic and you have to make sure that people that are in your circle, that everyone is rowing in the same direction, right? That everyone understands what the collaborative process looks like and that they feel comfortable and respected and appreciated, right? We talk about it quite frequently here about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? Again, I'm not saying that you all have to be on the exact same page in terms of the way that you execute, but if you're going to establish a partnership with other people, at the beginning, you guys need to lay that foundation out because if you guys are rowing in the opposite directions, well, then you're not going to get very far, right? I think we've, we've all been in those situations where even if it's maybe working for, you know, a corporate organization or, or working when we had a nine to five, you know, we're not on the same page as, as the people in charge. And it's okay if our ideas are embraced and accepted and maybe the people that we're working with or who have more experience are, are open to adopting change, 
But if you're not malleable and you're not willing to come together for the common good to create that end goal, it's just not going to work. It's, it's simply not. So again, that's my tip number two. You want to determine your collaborative non-negotiables absolutely up front. All right. Value other people's perspectives. Don't cast judgment. Maintain confidentiality. These are all things that we want to work towards. And again, those non-negotiables and setting the stage for those right off of the bat is exceptionally important. I promise you'll thank me later. Don't wait until you're months or, or years into a partnership to go, hey, we're not on the same page. Not going to work so well. All right, guys, my tip number three, embrace the mess. Embrace the mess. Guys, you cannot possibly reach that end result. You can't come up with fantastic solutions without being open-minded, right? We all have to be open-minded to that hint of uncertainty at times, It's and you need to embrace it. It is perfectly okay to acknowledge that you don't have all the answers. Guys, we talk about this a lot too. Don't ever be the smartest person in the room. There was a time in my life that that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to, to be the person on top. I remember being as, as early as maybe fifth or sixth grade. And uh, you remember the, the standardized tests that we all had to take, right? When we were in going from that middle school era. And, and I always did really well on those standardized tests. And so because of that, those determined where I would be placed in specific uh, classes and things like that. And so I was always placed in these super high level advanced, some of them what we'll call international baccalaureate, uh, type of classes. And there were certain areas that I excelled really well in. I loved to read. I loved to write. I was, I was fantastic at those things. But when it came to things like math, for example, I was off the charts on testing. But when it came to practical application, if you sat me down in an algebra class, my, my brain wanted to explode. And yet here I was in these classes with all of these people who, who were so much more intelligent in that arena than I was. I, I had to get tutors. I, I just couldn't grasp it. And I kept asking my parents, why are you putting me in these classes? Well, Michelle, the tests say, the te okay, that's great. The tests say, the tests mean nothing. I don't get it. There's not been one single moment in my entire life that I have used algebra since the day that I left algebra. Maybe you can relate. Just wasn't my jam. But at the same time, I was able to learn and grow from other people. Out of a class of 20, it was probably ranked 20 when it came to algebra or math. But I was able to embrace that. And as I began to move up, it was because I was embracing the people who were smarter than I was, right? Leave your assumptions at the door when you're creating these collaborations. Guys, understand human nature, it ticks, it, it ticks, listen to me, it dictates, it's 4 a.m. here. It dictates that we try to control things and rally around our solutions rather than first fully exploring the problems. But when we take a look at those messy problems for a variety of different angles, and we actually take the time to embrace the uncertainty, we actually will end up far better. So go into things with an open mind, embrace the mess. It's okay, right? It's perfectly okay. Sometimes we have to take that time to sort through things before we can come to the ultimate solution. There's, um, there's a, a, a it's, I think it's a painting. I'm not sure if it's a painting or if it's just a, if it's a graphic or what it was. I remember seeing it about a year ago, but there's a, where they, they draw, you know, the cycle of business and it's somebody that's just literally scribbling around on a paper. 
and it's it's the idea of what we think things are supposed to look like versus what it actually ends up looking like it usually ends up looking like a, a messy ball of yarn you know until we figure it out and that's okay it's okay things do not have to always go in a straight line life business careers weight loss it doesn't matter what it is that you're trying to accomplish it's never gonna it's never gonna go from that point a to point b if it doesn't look messy you probably haven't spent enough time working on it so again my tip number three say yes to the mess absolutely embrace that mess embrace other people's thoughts embrace other people's ideas i promise that it's going to take you further than you could ever imagine all right tip number four tip number four for rising together in business, you have to be forward thinking. You have to be forward thinking. If you're not thinking about the future, and if you're not willing to embrace the future, if you're not focused on, on that malleability aspect of coming together and thinking about where do I wanna go, and you're stuck in the past, guys, you're not gonna get anywhere. I lived there, I lived in that space. Oh gosh, I lived in that space for so long, guys. I did, I, 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 never, I, I never wanted to wake up half the time. I walked without purpose, without meaning. I had no direction. I didn't know what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go in life. And it took having to go through a lot of really, really tough stuff to get to that place. And I think sometimes that's just, you know, call it what you want. I choose to believe in God, but I think God has to show up sometimes and create those messes in our life in order for us to get laser focused and figure out exactly who we are right? But again, in that forward thinking mindset, you're empowering not only yourself, but you're empowering other people to try different things so that you can ultimately come up with a solution to the challenges that you face in life. You need to put people first, put people at the center and the focus of everything. All the ideas that you can have in the world are fantastic, but at the end of the day, it's about collaboration. It's about being open and embracing others and what they bring to the table just as much as yourself. And whether that's, whether that's talking about the creative behind your ideas, the execution behind your ideas, whatever that looks like to you, be willing to communicate that, be inclusive and give everyone at the table a voice. Continue that cycle. And as you grow in these partnerships, you wanna make sure that you're always asking others for feedback as well. That's super, super important. That's one thing that, I, that I've had to learn the hard way. <laughs> I am a control freak in every aspect of the word. I'm a, I'm a great boss and a great leader. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm, I'm really good to my people and, and they'll all tell you that. But I have this, this thing in Michelle's head that Michelle has always had to be the one woman show. And I've had to break that cycle. It's been really tough on me. I think it was Liza last year that said, uh, where would your business be in a year if you were no longer around? And then Lolita followed that up with a good business owner knows how to delegate and disappear. Guys, I'm terrible at that. I've been terrible at that. And, and it's not because I don't necessarily trust other people, but it's because for the longest time I've had this one track mind and vision in my head of, of saying, okay, well, if you want it done right, you have to do it yourself because of past past transgressions, right, with working people and teams, and I, me being the person that takes over, if things aren't getting done quickly enough for me or efficiently enough for me, or they don't look exactly the way that I want them to look, especially being a creator, I have creative OCD. And I'm that person that's like, oh, I don't wanna go back and fix it 10 more times, so I'll just do it myself. And I've really had to learn that in building these, these brands and these partnerships, that I have to let go of the reins just a little bit 
and understand that, you know what, hey, it's it's gonna be okay if things, if things don't work out perfectly. And that's part of that forward thinking mindset is just being open, embracing other people's opinions and, uh, and, and taking a little bit of the load off of yourself for the process. So that is definitely my tip number four is to be forward thinking. All right, guys, tip number five. This is kind of a fun one they came up with. Think like Google. What does that mean exactly? Think like Google. You want to plan to have a, a creative and a productive environment. And whether that's meeting at the local coffee shop, right, or it's, it's putting together an office that looks like what Google does. Maybe, maybe you have the coffee shop inside or you, maybe you've got some video games there or you've got yoga. Guys, whatever it is, if you're thinking about opening, opening an office or thinking about that collaboration, you have to really step back and ask yourself, what's going to be the best environment for this entire team to collaborate, create, and thrive in, right? For so many years, it's been grounded in our heads that you know we have to have these, these perfect office spaces and things have to be quiet. Well, I'm the person that wants the Wolf of Wall Street office, just saying, <laughs> not that crazy, of course. But when it comes down to it, and, and I've been looking at office spaces, I want that Google environment. I want that Amazon environment. Not that I have to conduct business exactly the way those companies conduct business, but you have to be able to put the fun back into things as well. And I think sometimes we lose that. So whether you're creating digital products or technical products, whatever that looks like to you, you also have to make the time to create creativity within the space. They say that, you know, we bloom where we're planted. Well, I choose, I choose to plant, right? I choose to plant where I want to bloom. And I, I made a post last night that talked about grabbing life by the paintbrush and being very, very clear and choosy about where you want to paint your sunset. I moved to the mountains a little over a year ago. I bought my dream home sight unseen because I didn't feel like I was thriving anywhere else. And as early as 2005, I remember getting off of a plane in Colorado and saying, this is where I want to be. This is where I'm going to thrive. This is where I'm going to, to live my life and create. And this is where I want to be. And it, and it took me the better part of almost 15, 20 years to get there. But it's so important that you have that environment that is conducive to your best self and to your success. It also is going to allow you to accomplish multiple things at once when you're able to give your brain a regular break. So again, think like Google. If you're going to create an office space or if you're going to create a team or a collaboration, make sure that everybody that is going to collaborate with you, that you guys have this vision where you can grow, right? You're in a space where you can grow, where you can thrive, where you can be your best self. And in my personal opinion, there isn't much better of a place than Google that's currently doing that. If you go to their corporate headquarters, it, it's absolutely mind blowing. It, it literally is. There's, there's literally something there for everyone. They have nap pods and, and all these kind of things. And it's because everyone thrives in a different way. So it's really important that whether we're talking physically or whether we we're just talking from a perspective um, of you know the, the mental aspect of it, right? You need to make sure that when you're collaborating with others, that everybody is going to be given that same opportunity to be their best selves and to thrive. So that is my tip number five: think like Google. Hope you guys are having a fantastic one this morning. Again, you are here in Breakfast with Champions, the Millionaire Breakfast Club. We're so happy that you have grabbed your seat at the table this morning for your morning dose of motivation, inspiration, and 
education, of course. Again, my name is Michelle McLean. I'm the CEO of a company called Retention Masters. Uh, and I'd like to think of myself as a creative guru. So talking a little bit this morning about that creativity and collaboration partnerships, I'm giving you guys seven of my tips for rising together in business. All right, last two here. So my tip number six, and this has been a big thing that we've talked about so far this week, is embracing diversity. Guys, it's great. It, it literally, it's, it's so fantastic. And I promise you that when you open your mind to that diverse element, things are going to get better for you, not just financially, not just in your career, but in your life in general. When you, when you surround yourself with people who have diverse opinions or different backgrounds, different experiences, you're always going to surmise better solutions. Don't just invite people in, but actually bring them onto your team, right? Bring those people who have those different experiences and ideas. Different people can provide unique perspectives to the problem that you're, that you're hoping to solve. And at the end of the day, when we're in business, that's the only thing that matters. You have to be very crystal clear about that and you have to be able to answer the question for others, what problem do I solve? And if you don't embrace that diversity, if you're not able and willing to bring people from different backgrounds, from different walks of life, different mindsets, different cultures to the table, then at the end of the day, you're actually going to be excluding others from your brand. True story. It's so important, especially in this day and age, that we are practicing inclusivity with our brands, with our messaging, that we know who our audience is, and this isn't to say that there aren't some products or services or brands out there that specifically cater to one audience. I get it. In, in some aspects in life, there is a narrow track for certain businesses. You know, if, if you're a, a person who is selling supplements for, let's say, women who are going through menopause, well, that's clearly not going to be your entire audience. But within that circle, right, you, I think you also need to understand that the women who would be taking your supplements, maybe someone like myself, who's you know 40 years old, getting ready to go through that stage of life. There are also women from different backgrounds and different cultures, and, and you have to be able to focus that message in and make sure that you have a product that's going to appeal to the multiple demographics. In order to make sure that your product or your service appeals to multiple demographics, it's super important that you bring in a team of people who would be a part of that audience so that you can get their perspective and so that you can pivot and you have the absolute best product or service that you can. So that is my tip number six. Tip number six for creating winning partnerships for rising together in business is embrace diversity. I think that it's super, super essential. Again, it's something that I personally, uh, that I have had to work on for much of my life and, and realizing that as I've built my brand, if you want to win, embrace diversity. And finally, finally, my tip number seven, my tip number seven here, guys, <clears throat> if I can even think this morning, my head is absolutely like, it's been like a really rough, really rough week <laughs> for me, to be perfectly honest. I've been struggling with allergies. It's just been, it's been one of those things. So um, anyway. Tip number seven, leverage your collaborative and your individual strengths. You have to leverage both. It's so incredibly important. And again, that kind of goes back to being a goal getter. My tip number one for you guys this morning, you have to understand what your own goals are before you can bring other people into the world. 
But once you bring them into your business world, you also have to leverage that collaboration. It's really important, again, talking about it's not just a me, me, me. It has to be a we, we, we. And everyone has individual strengths and weaknesses. And you as a boss or as a leader, you need to get really comfortable with embracing both. You need to encourage other people's strengths and you need to support them in their weaknesses. You know, for example, I know a lot of people that maybe getting on a stage, it's just not their strong suit, right? But they're so fantastic in other areas. Maybe they have that, that tech savvy brain. Maybe they're a brilliant developer behind the scenes, or maybe they're a shy and quiet type of a creator. They work best alone. They, they're just not that, that team player type of a person and that's okay. But again, you have to know upfront and you have to be able to shift with other people's strengths and weaknesses. You have to level the playing field. You need to be encouraging and you need to solicit ideas from everyone while also respecting their individuality. And it can be a little bit, it can be a little bit daunting at times, right? Especially when it comes to, you know, the creative aspect of things, different people have different ideas. And I'm, I'm that person who's really passionate about creativity and I'm really outspoken about sharing my opinions on things. And I've had to learn, as I said, I've had to learn, I've had to grow. I've had to create an environment that helps me to embrace all those different ideas so that I can grow, that I can become my best self, right? You need to be able to kind of feed off of people. You need to be able to feed off of the energy in those rooms. And again, you need to be able to take it all in and say, okay, I'm gonna input this from you and I'm gonna input this from you and I'm gonna input this from you. And you want all of those things to be determining the output when you're creating partnerships, when you're creating collaborations. What ultimately ends up happening is if one person on your team feels slighted or they feel like their, their feedback or their opinions or their ideas aren't valued, well, you're going to lose one leg of that team. So again, it's super, super important that you understand and that you begin to create a process for embracing others' strengths and again, supporting their weaknesses. Knowing how and when and where to put people in a particular situation or in a particular position within your partnership, it's crucial to your success. It's crucial to your growth. It's crucial to all of you rowing in the same direction and moving forward. So again, if you guys want, if you're looking to collaborate, if you're looking to build partnerships, I'm more than happy to help you. As I said at the beginning of this, I, I pride myself on being a master networker, a master connector, and a master creator. These are things that are my strengths. And maybe you have something that you can bring to the table. You know, I'm always looking to expand and grow um, in sales. I'm, I'm looking to bring some new um, executives onto my team and in our marketing division so that we can kind of start growing that vision and we can start scaling into other verticals. My primary background is automotive. We do marketing for auto dealers um, and we do brand strategy and we do creative. Those are all really big things that are in my circle. But as I began to move into other areas like real estate and things like that, I'm always looking for new ideas. I'm always looking for new people uh, that I can collaborate with. So if that's you, send me a message, reach out to me, say, hey, this is what I have to bring to the table. This is my experience. Maybe send me a two or a three minute video uh, and let me know who you are and what you do. As Shaka always says, right? If everyone knew who you were and what you did, you would never have a financial problem. And it's really true, guys. So thank you for thank you for sitting at the table with us this morning. As always, I'm super excited to be a part of your lives and getting to pour into you. As always, 
go out, make your day and someone else's absolutely amazing. And remember always that we rise together. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.